Hey, it's Thursday, 24th of August. So I'm Anon, Evie here. We're doing the Tahi this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening on to it. When is your ideal time to listen to podcasts? Um, I listen to them in the car. Nice. I listen to them in the car on my little journey. Nice. nice. I don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, just I know. Don't listen. People. <laughs> I know. I like. I don't even like a lot of podcasts. To be honest with you, it's you know what? It's funny because like when I worked in radio, I hated listening to the radio, and now that I work in podcasts, I hate listening to podcasts. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just because when you work in it, you just it's like the you, magic gets gets a little. Eaten up a little but bit. the love of radio I have is back, which is really cool. Like I get to enjoy the. Ra- I listen to it, and I'm like, oh, what a cool new. Thing. Wow, this is crazy. Yeah, well, you don't even have to like. Go what do you on a mean website? the six caller wins a trip to Fiji? Yeah, literally. Oh my god, <laughs> we should do more of that. We should give away tickets to Fiji. Yeah, do we have yeah. the money for that? Can we win the tickets? I would just love to go to Fiji. Yeah, I've heard great. Nice to to Fiji. I've heard great things about it. Anyway, Never been. Yeah. nice new nails. Thank you. Um, so I got new nails. Um, for those who uh, don't know me, I usually have stupidly long. Uh, completely inconvenient nails and I've decided to be sensible and go with a um, sensible length mm-hmm. um, with a little spider web on them. Um, and there's, it's just opened up a lot of new stuff for me. I can mm. open cans now. That is, see, that is the big thing was uh, like for the last however many months of this podcast has been going on, my daily routine is I uh, wake up in the morning, I get myself a cup of coffee, I cruise into work, uh, and I open Evie's can of Boss Coffee. Yeah, every um, morning. Every morning. But now I can do it myself. She did it um, herself on Tuesday, and I was like, what the f- I know. It's I'm a new world. Pr- I, like, I open the yeah. car door, I don't get hurt. Nice. Um, I can chop onions again, which is really good. Can you open, like, plastic bags, like chip I can bags. open plastic bags. Nice. Um, it's, it's been really big. It's been really huge, huge. for me. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, welcome to a brand new world of sensible nails. Uh, give it two weeks and they'll grow out and you'll be back to opening my cans. Yeah, yeah okay, all right, now I'm cool Men like that. to be useful, you know? They like it. I feel like I'm useful outside of opening your cans. Sure, yeah. But it definitely makes me feel like a part of the team. Yeah, yeah. okay, well, yeah. it won't be long. Mm, we'll okay. be back to it soon. I look forward to it. Anyway, yeah. hey, uh, today we have a big show in line for you. Uh, we have later on... Uh, the likes of Big Al joining us in the studio to talk about his debut single on the way that comes out tomorrow. Uh, we have Juju Libs joining us later on as well as we have for you now uh, The Lifeline, The Blood of Christ, Politics. Politics! I'm never going to live that down. Yeah, it was hilarious. I, um... I got a lot of messages and people were like, you can take the boy out of church, but you can't take the church out of the boy. And I was like... Uh-huh. <laughs> I just got a lot of messages of people going, what does that even mean? And I was like, that's mm. what I said. Mm. That was probably <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever done on the show, and it was unintentional. Oh, no, yeah. you've done way funnier things. <laughs> Don't be daft. But anyway, politics. Politics. Love it or hate it, it is an election year. Do you mm. love or hate that it's an election year? I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, this is the thing about politics when you work in media. Election season is stressful. It is... It was. It is a a, a minefield to navigate. Mm. It is a very difficult space to operate within. But here in the Tahi, we don't care about real news. We're here to have fun with it. Okay? <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're not here to tell you 
like to do the like real deep dive stuff but we are here to keep you informed obviously that is important it is election season and it's good to know who you're voting for so evie what's our political roundup looking like today well i went through all the tiktoks of the main parties and i figured i would share what everyone's up to on there because i think it's real funny because as i like to say everyone's hungry for your vote they are hungry for your vote starving they're coming for you they're Mm. trying to win you over with anything and so tiktok you know everyone's interested in the youth vote you know uh, they want to. They want to get. They want to reach you. They want to get in your brain. So they're all on TikTok. And um, the first one that we have to have to discuss is Shane Jones, who oh. is part of NZ First, yes. um, has taken it upon himself to not only start a TikTok, mm. uh, but to do a song cover. Mm. And um, I'd like to play a clip of it for you now. I took a billion trees and planted everywhere. So there's a line in there where he talks about planting one million trees. I'd like to make a point that no one man could plant one million trees. And I'd like a, a fact check on that one, Shane I Jones. Would like, like, like funding a million trees? Cool. Cool. I will you didn't too. plant them, Shane. You didn't plant them. We need we, That is a key detail. Because whenever I buy a parcel on Timu and it's like, do you want to spend an extra 60 cents to plant a tree? And I click yes, I don't then go tell people that I've been planting trees to offset carbon out it. And know, also, so, you know, I also, we're not out there doing strange covers of um, Believe by, was it Train? Uh, by Glee. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, it just cracked me up. He's got that other one that went a bit viral where he's on State Highway 1. He's like, Waka Kotahi, come pick this shit up. It's been on the side of State Highway 1 for weeks. And yeah. he's just like pointing at something and yelling. Wonderful. you got to respect it. You know, yeah, no, the like, effort went in. And if you've got time home. to go check out the edit, it's, it's literally him like floating around. And he's like half transparent. It's it's really it's, it's it's pretty cool. He's like he's a hop and a skip away from telling like doing the whole like, um, yo Shane rizzed up <laughs> like he does a little rap. <laughs> yeah, like Shane like, Jones. We're not Something far away Jones. from him um, starting to use the youth terms. What the the cool kids are the saying cool these days. What else we got in the roundup? Uh, my another highlight for me is the Green Party TikTok. Slightly different approach on that. Very end. different. So on the Green Party TikTok, what you will find are mostly clips of Chloe Swarbrick roasting people in Parliament. Oh uh, yeah. From they're ripped from Parliament TV. So there's there's probably an intern in there somewhere, and they're just watching Parliament TV all day, yeah. eyes glued, What's the and highlights? they just clip whenever Chloe says something cool, and they mm. put captions on that shit, and they whack it on TikTok. Yeah. And it's not doing bad. I but it's not it's not that face to face content that Shane Jones was providing with yeah. the music video. We're not talking high production quality here, but we are talking like you know. Oh, the, solid the roast. Solid I roasts. mean, one thing about you know Chloe Swarbrick, she'll she'll drop a roast in there. Okay, roast. boomer. Uh, moving on to uh, the National Party now. This is funny. Mm. This is funny. So you know when you're on uh, TikTok and it'll be like maybe like a Reddit post that someone's reading or mm. just a silly little video and on the bottom half of the screen they'll have like someone cutting up soap or like a little cartoon game of a guy oh, yeah, picking like up Subway coins surfers. yeah yeah yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's asmr so the national party have really taken that on and they've got these really strange tiktoks where on the top half of the screen it's like nicola willis being like look here's the situation with the roads mm. and then the bottom half of the screen is like I don't know, Temple Run? Like, it's, like, so silly to me, and it's so unserious to me. And they're, like, in these videos talking about, like, the infrastructure is not good enough, and there's just, like, a little soap at the bottom. Um, Weird way to go, I think, in terms of trends, just my opinion. I half expected them to bring out 
either two options, Christian Maliator Brown singing a song in Czechoslovakian or um, a, a national politicians read mean tweets. I feel like that would have been a good route. Ooh, yeah, uh, but, I feel like uh, that would have, but those tweets might have been a bit mean. I'd, yeah, I don't think that's a safe space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, not on Twitter for many reasons. Um, but yeah, interesting choice from the National Party. Luckily, mm. they didn't use any Eminem music this time around. So doing better than, than they have in the past. Uh, over on Labour, right? So when you type in NZ Labour on TikTok, what do you think would come up? What do you think? NZ Labour? You type in NZ Labour or Labour NZ. I can't remember which way I did it. Um, I imagine uh, either two options. Mm-hmm. Um, some dude fitting tyres on a tractor okay, with yep. a cool voiceover or conspiracy theories. Number two. Yes. So when you type in, <laughs> you type in NZ Labour, uh, a few different things come up. The NZ Youth Labour TikTok comes up. I they have that, yeah. they have one TikTok where they're at Vic Uni asking people why they're part of uh, Young Labour. That's all they got on there. All the rest of it is very bizarre and very like controversial, like anti Jacinda videos. And it's oh. like, girl, she's not even in charge anymore. Like yeah, she's just that... straight chilling and like Sandringham him somewhere. Like she don't care. She's not checking that. Let like, it go, man. Um, but yeah, not a lot. There's no sort of chippy running around eating chips, which is what I personally would have I, suggested. I remember the last election, there was a lot of TikTok dancers. A lot from, of TikTok. Uh, from I'm glad we're and things out like of that. that. I'm really era. grateful we've moved on from that. Yeah, yeah and now we're on to whatever this clip is on, on Tahi's TikTok. <laughs> um, did Act Party do anything? Yeah, so I, I saved my favourite for last. Uh, favourite, nice. Um, the Act Party TikTok is uh, it's huge. It's just David Seymour going to random towns and proclaiming that they are his favourite town. Is this the one where he like uh, just like came off the back of the Spanish team saying yeah. they didn't like Palmy? He goes to yeah, Palmy and he's he like, Palmy's to... the best place ever. We've got the plaza here and behind me this great park and it just shoots to Palmy. So it's like, <laughs> it's comedic because he's like, this is the greatest place. And then you look at it with your eyes Michael and are like, I don't yeah. know, mate, that's Palmy. Um, mm. But he does a lot of that. It's mostly just D seams running around doing whatever and someone's there with a camera being like, oh my God, David. You are so funny. Let's post that right now. D seams. Is that what you just called? Oh, yeah, D seams, yeah. That is part of my French. You gotta like. Fucking hilarious. D seams. I've been calling him D seams. Oh my god. D seams. I don't have time to say David Seymour every time he does something that I laugh at. I don't have the energy. D seams. Do you know what? D seams, many years ago, uh, for I believe it was campaign season, he made Dave Bucks, which were $20 notes with a picture of D seams on it. And they were Dave Bucks. And my friend Phoebes managed to. I don't know how she got them all, but she had like a like a briefcase of DCM's fake money. And we I still to this day, I've moved house three times since then, find Dave Bucks around my home <laughs> and like it's a jump scare every time. I'm like I, that is a better marketing like, campaign for election. It's like get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, you know, you can't exchange them for real money. I might if I see D seems around, I might ask him to switch it for a real twenty, see what he says. That's a TikTok. That that is a yeah, that would actually be a real That's really, a TikTok. But yeah, just thought I'd let you know what's going on with the uh parties on TikTok because it was cracking me up and I had fun. <laughs> and uh yeah, I'm gonna leave you with one final clip of uh Shane Jones singing us a song. Shane Jones, believe in 
Joining me on the show this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're tuning on in, uh, we have a illustrious guest, an artist who has been around for a hot minute, but is also coming here off the back of the latest single release, Juju Lips. Hello, kia ora. It's How cool to finally meet you because I've um I've been interested in getting to know more about you since I saw your name pop up on Freddie Reynolds' album. Oh, cool. Like two years ago? Yeah, yeah, something yeah. Like Super that. cool. Flirt. I would have done Flirt with him. Yeah, and yeah. then you did a record with INF, the Hillary yes, Banks one. Yeah. yeah. INF was, that's actually funny, he produced the beat. I don't know why it says on the Spotify thing featuring him. But yeah, because I was waiting for his for a yeah, verse, but it people never... People always say that, and I'm yeah. like, I, know, I don't know why <laughs> it says that. It's... He'd made the beat, but yeah. yeah, no, it was super, super cool. I think, yeah, it was Hillary Banks and then... Um, um, flirt and that was sort of like actually the beginning stages of like me making music and not making music but like properly in 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 the industry making music mm. um and it was super super cool yeah so how long actually had because like yeah when you look at your spotify and your apple and your streaming platforms you really only date back digitally to 2021 right. yeah but you've been doing music for longer than that i've been playing around with music for longer than that so oh, okay. i when i was in uni i went to auckland uni um, I <laughs> I used to just like I used to not study basically mm. and I would make tracks for fun with some friends in like their dorms and stuff like it was always like jokes mm. anything instead of doing the work I was supposed to do um, and then like a few tracks were like super super good and like we had like neighbours come and be like that's actually good you should look into this <laughs> and I was like what mm. I'm at uni yeah, my yeah. parents are here like they paid for a degree you know I need to <laughs> you know so it was always just yeah. like just something I shrugged off but Mm. then I think when COVID happened oh my god yeah yeah COVID like changed I mean I'm grateful for it because it changed the trajectory of my life and what I wanted but like COVID happened and I said what am I doing I already studied I've already done every job Mm. I don't like this stuff like what's the point of doing it and I was like what do I enjoy and I was like I know I love being creative and having a creative outlet and I was like remember when you used to make tracks and I started like doing like little freestyles and stuff like that um uploaded a really shitty freestyle on instagram really bad god oh the early days always early tough. days yeah. somebody came up to me the other day they said oh i remember that first freestyle i said enough <laughs> enough <laughs> because like the, i think when you reflect back on it you're like man i've come a long way but other people are like oh no that was like that, that was, was really, really like yeah, you've always yeah, been yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> this is to be honest here man like, like yeah, yeah yeah no yeah so um i like uploaded some really really awful freestyle and um a friend introduced me to my producer longtime producer and friend abraham Coonan. Mm-hmm. um and honestly from then on like i stepped into this the first time i stepped into a studio in auckland and I feel like when I once I did that, I was like, no, this is what I want to do. I'm mm. I'm putting like my all into this, and it's been go 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 from then. So I feel like it's been it has been two years properly making music, mm. like putting my all into it. Um, it's been a hectic, crazy yeah. two years, <laughs> yeah. but it's been so so cool. Yeah, su- super super cool journey so far. Yeah, I'm excited for like what's more to come. You know, when you mm. think about it, and it's like this has just been a small section of what the rest is gonna be. Like, oh yeah, you're you know? still you're still in like uh that those early days and I think you're still I think a lot of artists spend uh, I'd, I'd argue even like the first like five to ten years of their career sort of figuring out who they are yeah. and then there's that point where they kind of solidify and double down and like this is who I am this is the type of music that I want to make and yeah. I think it's all, but I think it's cool because when you watch new artists come through I think you in particular have come through like for a new artist there's a lot of confidence and there's a lot there's a strong identity Thank that you've you. already found which is yeah. like really really special because I think a lot of artists really spend a long time 
trying to figure out yeah. who they are. And I actually, I, I'm curious too, the name, Jujulips. Yeah. Yeah. That is uh, like so. Like back in the day, we had a like oh, I, I can't even remember their name exactly. The five star B U N G A Bunga. Oh. Um, it was like yeah. a it was it was us as PI trying mm-hmm. to reclaim a yeah. word that was used yeah. as a negative connotation against mm-hmm. us. And Juju Lips is one of those things that was used as a negative yeah. connotation. Yeah. So tell me about the name. I yeah. I mean that's exactly the same. It's honestly a, a reclaiming of an insult. Mm. Um. When I was in, I came here from South Africa when I was 12 years old, um, fresh off the plane. Mm. Um, and when I went to school, I was in South Island. I was in Invercargill. As, oh. Yeah. 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 As low as you can go. Um, we came straight from South Africa to Invercargill. And um, I remember I was in year nine and there would be like this year 13 boy. You're 13. Should be ashamed of himself. You're 13. And he would run past me like every single day. And he'd be like, mm. juju lips. You'd be like, oh, look at you with your juju lips. Look at you. Like, you'd always like make fun of me. Mm. And I was like, I don't know, like. I was from South. I'm from South Africa. So mm. he, every time he ran past me, I was like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know I have big lips, like a big nose, big lips, black skin. Uh, yes. Like, stop. Like, I'm stating the obvious. I understand that. Mm. So, like, they would always do that. They would always, like, try to poke fun at things where I was like, but this is what makes me beautiful. And, mm. like, look now, everybody's getting lip filler and stuff like that. Like, I was ahead of the times. I always yes. knew who I was. You know, I was ahead of the times. Mm. I said, yeah, juju lips, it is. Um, I remember when I first started making music, I was like, oh, like, I'm not trying to use my real identity here. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. what do I do? And I was like, I actually remember how funny it was because I know for a lot of people it would be triggering, it would be difficult, and it was. Yeah. For a lot of people, there are so many, like, islanders, people of color that were called even Juju Lips. Like, I've mm. got so many, so many people have come up to me and been like, I really relate to that story, mm. like, going through that. And I was like, yeah, but, like, that person tried it with me. You mm. really tried, you tried to put me down, but it's not going to work. You know, yeah. like, I know, Juju Lips, that's exactly who I am. Mm. Um, so I really took that back and I was like, I'm going to tap into this. Mm. Tap into that because I love the confidence that I had. Like, as an adult now, I think about it and I'm like, I was 12 years old and mm. that was like a 17-year-old grown man and I was like... Like an adult. Like an yeah. adult. Yeah. And I was like, mm, yeah, I got Juju Lips, that's fine. You know, so it's like, I just love that entire process and it's super cool to be doing what I do now and when I think about the name I'm like little 12 year old me back then would never have known that this yeah. would have happened you yeah. know so it's like super cool full circle moment yeah I think it's a cool I think reclamation is the best thing we can do and it takes power away it does right and like yeah yeah. I, I also too like I love that Um, I love when racism is just people like calling out our features like I'm just like they're, they're like, they're gonna call, like yeah it's like yep yeah, like you know, like 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 um, what you like? What do you mean? Do you like mean? yeah, you're just like calling out what you see. All like right. I don't, I yeah. yeah, I think um, I mean like as Busfika, we have our experiences with yeah. racism in Aotearoa, and Maori too have their experiences with oh, racism in Aotearoa. And I'm curious for you as a black woman in Aotearoa, um, to hear that you have that similar experience sucks mm, like yeah. uh, it's it's cool that we have something in common but yeah. it sucks that that thing in common we have is like yeah. trauma and mm. and do you think any of that plays into your music i think absolutely but i think it's in a uplifting sort of way mm. because i i've always like known who i am so i could always identify immediately when 
when somebody was wrong, like if like if somebody ran up to me and was like, "Oh, look at you, you're so ugly," I was like, I was very much so like that. Well, that's wrong. Like that's incorrect. That's you know, gangster, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. you're talking about, love. Yeah, yeah. That's incorrect. And I think that's solely. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Solely because of the way that I was brought up, and mm. that like I'm so grateful that I was able to spend my formative years in South Africa. Like I feel like that really made me the woman that I am today. Because coming here as a teenager is, look, you know, it's hard. In the car, like it's where they make racist yeah, people. Yeah, you know, is. like you really were in the heart of it. Like that's a tough place to. In, yeah. Like you know, the, like it's. And we were like one of the first few families. I think even in my high school, I was like one of, I don't know, I was the only black person in my year. Oh, besides mm. my cousin. Besides my cousin. It was me and my cousin. We were the only black people in our year. So it's like, that. it's it's a, a real difference. Mm. And I think I've always been really bold about the way that I've been about it. And to be honest, I've surrounded myself. I've been super, super lucky and privileged to surround myself with people that don't take that like nonsense like mm. even the Pakeha people that were around me it was like oh, what are you like talking about if somebody did do that so mm. I'm super grateful for that but it's a real struggle you know and manoeuvring that I think that's why I was also so drawn to Auckland mm. coming here and just seeing the diversity in yeah. terms of just it's so beautiful mm. I love it so much um, I was just like this is my home but it's it's difficult navigating it um, but I'm I, I think my background and and who I am as a person really helped that. And mm. I'm super grateful to my parents, the aunties, the mums that like installed whatever it is mm. that like the mana that like mm. it doesn't leave. You could try to insult me. You could. And that's the same thing. Like when I came here and I, to be honest, when I came here and I saw like, I guess how people treated the indigenous people. I remember oh. being so shocked, bro. Yeah. I remember being like, what are you talking yeah, about? Well, like, yeah. I don't understand. I was like, this. these people are like, oh, the land, like, mm. they are the people that they've got the money. Like, I was so confused about so many, so many things. And I think I'm really grateful for the way that I was brought up because I'm, I don't know, I'm very confident mm. and I'm very, I don't know, I'm very, like, self-assured. Mm. I know who I am and I won't, I'm not gonna listen to you. Try to, <laughs> try to be racist to me. Okay. And I think that, I think that, that, confidence and identity like i mentioned earlier and you're mentioning again it really shines through in your music because when i hear it i think there is not another new zealand musician making music like this Maybe. i think you've really found something special and unique um this latest single of yours airplane mode yeah the whole point of airplane mode is like to switch off and just take you back to a time when you were stress-free and you were like mm -hmm. very very calm and things weren't so overwhelming and for me that's when i was younger and it's like the the language that's used, <laughs> it's actually insults that my parents used to say. So oh, like, Takupiga really? masasi, am I your peer? Basically, it's like it's like I'm gonna give you a hiding. Are you my friend? And mm. it's like the whole someone's calling me and wanting to switch off. It's really hard to do that nowadays in today's day and age. Like, the oh, f yeah. let's just go, go, go. Everyone, I think go, there's go, like go. trying to explain to my like younger nieces and that like. People had when we were kids. People mm. didn't have access to us like that. Yeah. If I like, if I just didn't answer the home phone, nobody knew what I was up to. Yeah. But now people can call me at any given time of the day mm. and things like FaceTime, that. FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's also what con just contributes to so much of our stress and anxiety levels. I don't think as human beings we're supposed to wake up in the morning and get sixty-five notifications. Earthquake in Japan. This person dead. That's like I just don't yeah. think it's supposed to work like that. Mm. And it's so overwhelming. Um. So that track. 
it's just about letting go. Mm. It's about letting go. The language I try to use, like, I try to imagine an African auntie telling someone, oh, yeah. don't play with me. Mm. Don't jealous me. Like, the confidence that an African auntie would have is what you need to install when the phone rings. Ignore it. It's like, no thanks. I don't have time. Because mm. you're allowed to be selfish, you know. I think so often we forget that. You're allowed to take time out to just be with yourself. Mm. It's not, you're not lazy if you just spend the entire day sitting and do nothing. You're, like, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. We forget that we're humans. We're not supposed to just go, 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 go. And that song, Airplane Mode, is a celebration of that. You know, mm. let go, switch off the phone, dance. Yeah, dancing like da- dancing was like a big thing when I heard that. I was just like, yeah, this is the this is the dance record to me. Like not to like boil it down, but it was just like it's just that fu- it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like it's just a really fun record. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And that's out on all streaming platforms. Please. You've also got some shows coming up? I do, yeah. yeah. Tell me about those. Because you've got a show, what, next week or something yeah. like that? Yeah, Once to Watch. I've got mm-hmm. um, a Once to Watch showcase happening, which is super, super cool, 31st of August. Um, and then there's... Oh, oh, and then there's The Other's Way. Yeah, that just got announced Ooh, literally today, nice. soon, now, probably, um, which is super, super cool. Um, and then there's, like, I've got R&V at the end of the year. Oh, how good. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. sick. How good. No, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for that. I just, one thing about me, I love performing and I love putting on a show and every single d- time it's, like, there's something to improve and there's mm. something better to do. But I feel like I'm at a stage where I'm, like, I am proud of what I'm doing mm. and I love what I'm doing so much. I just, yeah, I'm super excited, man. I'm super excited. Check out Juju Lips on Instagram. Give her a like, give her a follow. Stay up yes. to date with everything she's got going on while we get back into the show. Woo. So I just obviously got back from Samoa. Had a good go at it, had a terrible time. But you know what else really sucks about traveling overseas? As soon as people heard that I was going to Samoa, it was, can you bring back galo chips? We want taro chips. We want banana chips. We want breadfruit chips. Hey, are you going through duty-free? Yeah, of course you're going through duty-free. Can I get these bottles? Can you grab this Toblerone? And I thought to myself, aren't I going on... Ho- Isn't this trip for moi? You know? Why I gotta get you guys stuff just because I went somewhere? Why do I have to? You know, this is the first time I didn't buy anyone anything. The only thing I did, and this was for me, is I went through duty free and I actually for the first time in my life was like oh I haven't I'm an adult with money I'm gonna buy me something from duty free good for you girl. and I felt so good about it like I was like good I should do you. this yeah you know what'd like you get? what'd you get I can't say it on the oh I got, I got okay. a couple really nice glass bottles cool um, and I was you know I was like I was like this is this is I uh, this is as is your right yeah I spent uh, the, uh, I, usually I think it's because like when I was younger and I didn't have much money I was like go through duty free and you're just like I'm broke from my holiday like why would I have money for duty free like I'd rather spend it overseas but this time I actually like very lucky fortunate had money so I was like I'm gonna... but like when do you go overseas mm. do you do you shop for yourself do you shop for other people do you do both um, it depends where I'm going. So, like, okay. usually when I go overseas, it's, like, two places. It's Australia to see my family, mm. or it's Korea to go see my friends and go go back, go mm. back to my second home. And when I go to Australia, I don't buy anyone shit. Like, we've all been to Australia. It's just Australia. It's right there. Anything you, you can get Australia, in Australia, you can huh? get in New Zealand. Besides like, Coles cookies. Yeah. like who, But you know what I mean? I'm not bringing those back. Who cares? But when I go to <laughs> Korea, like, a lot of people want stuff. Because, like, A, there's, like, 
skincare and makeup you can't get anywhere else over there. Mm. And then there's also people want K-pop shit. Mm. People are like, oh, can you go to the SM store and, and buy me this like very specific album? I'm like, no, like I'm gonna buy it for myself. <laughs> with you. But like I, I hacked it. Every time I go to Korea, what I do is I just buy like big boxes of face masks. Mm. They're not that expensive over there. They're really good. And I like to get the ones that are made of the random shit that you can only get in Korea. Like, for example, snail, sheep placenta, other strange things that are in a mask. It's questionable, but it works, okay? I'm not. This is skincare face masks, yeah, by skincare, the way, not COVID skincare, face masks. Not face, yeah, skincare for your skin. Mm. And so I buy a big box of those and I just chuck them out to everyone everyone gets one everyone gets one face mask and they can't say I didn't get them anything or I get them a bootleg like BTS pair of socks another really easy thing to find you're in the train station you're just walking out the train station you're walking Mm. around like Myeongdong like anywhere there's a man with a big table bootleg Mm. socks dollar each starts yelling at you great deal Mm. get people those as well Um, I think probably the weirdest thing I got asked to buy overseas was when I went to Thailand and my cousin was like can you bring me I don't even know if I can say. He said, "Can you bring back uh, as many butterfly knives as you can?" Oh my god! And no, I did not know this, but butterfly knives are illegal in yeah. New Zealand. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was at the airport, and like they're like, so, are, "Are there any weapons in your bag?" And I was like, "In my chicken luggage." And he was like, "Really?" And immediately the situation got serious. Yeah, for real. Like it was not like a like oh, okay, like tell me a bit about it. It was like okay, we need to take your bag over here. And I like tried to open the bag. And he goes no 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 no. <laughs> I was like oh yeah, I've made a mistake. I I I had I had, I had like 10, 15 butterfly knives in my bag. What a... I paid maybe twelve New Zealand dollars for all of those. My cousin was just like I didn't know which ones to get them. Did so... they let you just chuck them in the bin? Yeah, they yeah, ended up. Okay. Yeah, because I like genuinely was like I thought I didn't know butterfly knives were illegal. Knives, they were just, if I was bringing back knives, that was totally fine. But like yeah. a bag of butterfly knives in particular, that was, they draw the line there apparently. So um, now I don't buy people, if they people Weapons. ask for that, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, t-shirt. Oh, the stuff people asked me to get them from Japan, I was like, I'm not bringing oh, yeah. that back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People wanted a lot, lot of katanas. Like not as, yeah, a lot of people wanted katana a katana. would be sick A katana though, right? like... and then illegal books. I'm not going to buy that for you. I'm not going to go in there and get that for you. But I did get people really good gifts in Japan, I must say. I got nice. everyone fun key rings of, like, sushi mm. and stuff. Very nice. It was cute. Yeah. I one, really want to go back One day I'm going to bring back some weird live fish from an Asian country. Girl. That sounds like... Girl. My friend was visiting New Zealand... From Korea, she yeah. came to see us. She's on her way back. We take her to the airport, bless her soul. And then her bag was too heavy. We're like, well, you got to take some shit out. We can send it to you. Mm. We open up her bag, three blocks of cheese. Yes. Three one kg blocks of Edam cheese. And we were like, you can't take these. And she just goes, but I like this cheese. Oh, and I was like, oh, and I felt really bad. But soul. I was like, you can't, like, take the cheese. Yeah. Why would you even think you can do that, baby? Well, she was security, like, I baby. just really like I was like, yeah, cheese is expensive. Cheese is expensive. It's, it's expensive here. Now. So. Yeah, cheese, same yeah. thing. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. Hey, I'm not on Twitter still, and but I did hear <laughs> that Elon's doing some crazy shit, and I thought you'd know about it. Mm, mm. What is X, he? X apparently. Oh, sorry, allegedly. X. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. X is yeah, so whatever. dumb. It's Twitter. Get over it. Why not just call it Twitter X? That would have been. Yeah, but even like that. SpaceX. What about like Internet X? Internet. Just call it the it Internet. It all sounds like pornography. It, it does. Just no matter yeah. what you do. Um, yeah, he's like, uh, he wants to remove the block option from Twitter. I don't fully understand. So like, like, it's like a very convoluted story, but I'll try to give you like a, a rough catch up. Bit of a summary. 
Twitter introduced Twitter Blue, which was if you paid $8 or $10 a month, you got verification, so you got a blue t- check. Um, when you replied to tweets, your tweets replies came up first. Um, you got a lot more visibility, essentially. Um, so people who wanted to be famous on the internet for some reason could do that, and they could pay for that. Um, but then users realized that you could just block them or like hide their replies and blue checks would no longer appear at the top of replies so people started blocking and and, and like uh google chrome extensions started being invented that would like just hide everyone with a blue check that's funny yeah great right and then people discovered that i don't know what elon had done but you could block companies and their ads would stop showing up so you could like if like at one company you just kept seeing this one marketing firm's ads if you blocked them, you'd never see their ads again. And I think Elon must have discovered that um, and was like, we're removing the block function. So what? So you can't... His plan was that no one can block anyone. As a woman, that's insane. Yeah. That is insane. If I couldn't block people, I have barely any followers on any of these apps, girl. Like, I am not an internet celebrity by any means. But I made the mistake of tweeting about games a couple of times. I have, like, 70 people on my block list of strange, like, incels being mad at me because I like the thing that they like. I need to be able to block the incels. We all do. You're a female with an opinion on the internet, That's a scary thing to be. Hard target. But also, like, incels love me half the time. (laughs) And the other half, like, honestly, half the time they love me, half the time they want me dead, girl. Mm. Like, but the ones who love me, shout-outs. 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 They say diamonds are a girl's best friend block functions are um unfortunately says a lot about society you know? a lot about society, yeah. lot we, about society. we do we do live in a society we do live in a society it are, we is gonna, a... are we in our joker era <laughs> i kind of love that should we go should we go fully joker and just start being like hey i can't do the voice i can't neither, do the voice i went to neither. the voice it depends which joke you want to do i'm still sick so i can't really but you yeah. know how i got these scars <laughs> 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 what does he the, say? Um, He's like, my father was an alcoholic, see? Yeah. You want to see uh, me make this pen disappear? <laughs> <laughs> I can do Bane. I can do Bane. Ooh, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you adapted the duck. I was born in it. Yeah. Um, but Wait, anyway. Hathaway in this movie. <laughs> I got beef. I got, got beef still. Beef. I know you do. Look, um, but the end of the story, as of right now, um, it turns out that one of the terms and conditions for having your app, uh, if it's a social media platform on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, is that it needs to have certain requirements. And one of those things is that you have to be able to block people. Well, yeah. That's like, like Google and duh. Apple recognize that blocking is a safety feature and are like, you need to have this. Otherwise, we'll remove your app from the app stores. Um, so whether or not Elon continues with this, if he does remove the block feature, you will no longer be able to download it off the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Um, and if he doesn't remove it, then he just, uh, I mean, like, does it hurt his reputation? Can it be hurt any more than it already is? I don't know. Elon fanboys will still bat for him. You know what? So the summary is, in a shocking twist no one could have possibly seen coming, Elon Musk is still an idiot who doesn't know how to run this company. And I'm still not going to call it X. I'm not going to call it X. It's Twitter, bro. No, I'm not going to do it. Big, big, big bird. I'm also still not going to go on it. Because <laughs> you're not allowed on it. Well, that's actually... <laughs> I was, we weren't going to say anything about it. <laughs> We were just going to act like forever that I just don't like the app and I don't get it. It's not like people... I mean, both of those things can't are true. But yeah, I'm, yeah. 
I can't even tell you what it is I tweeted to have that problem either. I can't even bring it up, but I was in the right. Anyway, on to the next thing. Joining me on the show today, I'm very excited about this guest, our illustrious guest, Big Al, in the studio. How's it going, Ars? <laughs> First ever interview. First We're taking this one off the box, man. Um, I've been a fan for a hot minute. Um, uh, last time I saw you was Sam V's farewell gig yeah. earlier in the year. Um, and I had a bit of a fan out moment watching you on the get. Um, it's you're a man of many talents, man. When like when you sent me this record, and you were like like rapping, I was like, oh my god, this dude does everything. <laughs> but before we get, I'm, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's let's get to know a bit about you. Um, you and I have spoke online for like the last year, and I think and like keeping in touch. But um, I want to get to know a bit more about you, bro. So you're actually you're a teacher. Yeah. Um teach music at the old high school I used to go to. Nice. Um, yeah, it's been pretty good. It's been two years now. Mm. Um, it's pretty cool. It's got the best boss as well. Oh, that's it. me come here as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's yeah. A, yeah, That's always a plus, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's... Um, I always like musicians that also teach music, like Malcolm Lakatani. Yeah. I think you, cool. I think you, like, by nature, just produce some of the best music. Like, <laughs> you know. I was only the first song. Really. Uh, yeah, for, and, and it's a high standard. You'll see yourself with your first yeah. record. So have you always done music? Yeah. Um, I think I started in Intermediate. Just, like, some guy came and ripped the fast solo to kind of promote the music school. Mm. I was like, oh, that's pretty mean. Um, so I started from there, and then I learned about, like, the history of, like, my family with music as well. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's, like, documented, um, but apparently, like, my grandpa was the first person to play bass guitar in Samoa, the electric bass. So wow. that's why I was like, oh, that's, like, pretty heavy to kind of live up to. Um, and yeah, and then my dad's family, they did a bunch of like bands um, here in New Zealand for like, um, I don't know if you know the Tanoa nightclub. It used to be like, yeah. Yeah, I know Tanoa. <laughs> yeah. So my auntie used to run it, and my dad oh, was like, he used to be like the backup keys player in that. I mean, like, I never knew that until I started doing music. Oh, um, wow. But yeah, I've been playing guitar for what, 2013, 11 years now. Mm. It's not too long. But yeah. I guess some pretty musical background. Mm. Yeah, very musical background. Yeah. Like I think more than most. Like um, I think uh, who's the other artist that I met? He's a young artist. Um, Lively. Lively. He's from. He's an old title boy. Uh, I mean, his. I think it's his dad or his uncle's um, side out. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I think like talking to artists that are like grown up with like musicians in their family and things yeah. like that. It's like I think that by nature just puts you ahead because yeah. you're already you're not only getting access to like knowledge 24 7 but i think there's just that knowledge that comes with artists who perform a lot yep. like those little tips and tricks and things like that yep. um but the music that you, you you um do is is you have a very wide range yeah. of music what did you grow up listening to compared to what you listen to now man we grew up on um Les Paul and Chet Atkins, these two OG like guitarists. I know Les Paul, like pioneered multi-track recording, because he like used to do records where it would just be him playing different parts of the song and just guitar. Like it was you know, insane learning about that. So listen to that. Um, a bunch of 
like real white gospel music because my mum was hard out um harder than to it my aunties the yano sisters listen to a lot of them yeah it's like real whatever my mum listened to growing up that's why we kind of got thing kind of got um influenced by but then like growing up learned about like hip-hop and all that and now i'm just like completely divert like still got influences from it and that um but yeah now it's just straight hip-hop jazz even because i'm teaching there's a lot of like kids that are into metal so oh, now i'm like getting yeah. into like really starting into um metallica oh, okay. um what's the other one motorhead and that oh, yeah, so a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah when i when I, I opened my eyes and realized there was more to life than just the golden alleys and ub40 and yep. i was like wow <laughs> it's crazy we are the road crew but motorhead yeah oh my god bro i get why those people like are just violent yep. that music is just yeah, it's hype oh, it's hardcore yep. man like yeah. yeah i know it's cool to hear that you have this like real like range in your taste because i think I, that was like the first thing i noticed when i listened to this record of yours that comes out uh tomorrow all streaming platforms oh, yeah, come on tomorrow. game winners yeah game winner yeah um that is a very different sound for new zealand hip-hop i think that you bring with you that lyric and energy that i think we we are familiar with you've brought something unique to it though and i think particularly in the beat mm. um can I step out on a limb and say there's some action Bronson influence there? Hard out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so okay. good. I love him so much. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, hard out influenced by a lot of, like, just big rappers. Mm. Kind of helped build my confidence into wanting to do it as well. Mm. It's, like, him, um, little brother, um, Biggie. Biggie was my first, like, hard out, like, love for hip-hop. Mm. Like, he's the one that kind of influenced, um, yeah, just my style in that. Um, but those three are like my top three in terms of influence because yeah it's kind of hard well for me just like image wise being big for like ages um, don't really see that much sometimes so like seeing those guys like still like kill it and I was like oh who cares like just do whatever I want yeah you know I think Action Bronson for me was like a big inspiration and just like be who you are yep. like just be yourself because yep. that's what I always felt with him and I think like I was just like yeah man like as a and like to the point where like somebody once thought I was Action Bronson at a bar. I was like, okay, so I'm like a big white dude with a beard. Like, yep. and I'm just like, yeah, I appreciate an artist like him that makes me feel comfortable. So yep. I, I get it. Like, yep. um, and I think you've done a really good job of not like, uh, of of it being a clear inspiration, but not a clear rip. Mm. I think you've done your own thing because, like, I like as a Bronson fan myself, I saw it and I was like, yeah, I see the influence, yep. but I never felt like. Oh, he's just he's just stealing from Action yeah. Bronson. You, I think you've given it a really great twist of your own uniqueness. It's an experience. I yeah. don't think it's... I think you could listen to it casually, but I think you'd be missing out. I think that mm. it's a record that you really have to sit with because the more I listened to it, the more I took away, the more lyrics I caught, the more little production quirks I caught. And I was like, yeah, I, I think the more you listen to it, the better it gets. Mm. And I think that even on first listen, you're going to hear that it's something special, it's something unique. Um, Big Alos, thank you so much for your time this morning, man. Um, congratulations on the release of your debut single? Yeah, debut, yeah. <laughs> I know, bro. Exciting, man. Debut is Big Al, but pff, I've released other stuff yet. No, oh, really? Oh, because I used to do, like, <laughs> instrumental, like, lo-fi stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Just straight garbage. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to be doing the big I, thing. I, I uh, I'm excited for this rebrand then. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but um, yeah, where can people stay up to date with everything that you got going on and follow you on social media? Um, probably 
Instagram would be the biggest one. Um, that Phantom Puppy. Um, that's pretty much it, yeah. I think Twitter as well, but I just talk shit on Twitter. He doesn't. He doesn't, yeah. We're not calling it X. All right. X, bro. Big Al, game winner. It's out on all streaming platforms tomorrow morning, Friday. Here is the part of the show where I just want to talk about something that I've been up to. And what I've been up to is watching Shark Tank. Mm. You've seen that? I have not watched Shark Tank in a while, but I do know that um, uh, Shark Tank brought me one of my favorite kitchen cleaning appliances of all time, uh, Scrub Daddy. Scrub Daddy, I know. We're not endorsing Scrub Daddy, but... But, like, but I mean, like, it, it really rose to popularity through Shark Tank. Like, it was out. actually, like, one of the few things that went through Shark Tank and blew up as this mess. It, it kind of gave validity to Shark Tank. Well, it's I actually think. the biggest uh, success on there. So Laurie yeah. has actually made the most money from Shark Tank, even though she's not the richest shark anyway, into Shark Tank. So Shark Tank, for those who are unawares, is a show where a bunch of multimillionaires sit around, people come in, and they pitch their little business idea and mm. try and get investment from one of these rich people. And the show itself sort of represents... Um, a lot of things I don't like. Mm. You know, it's the rich getting richer of other people's ideas. It's that extreme level of capitalism that only Mark Cuban is invested in. Mm. It's it's like, it's uh, it makes me feel weird, but I love every second of that bad boy. Mm. And the second they start, I'm, I'm an investor now. I understand profit. I understand margins. I am Mark Cuban, King of Miami. I am Mark Cuban. And I'm like, wow, you're going to stand here and talk, you're going to value this company at $5 million? Where? Where? Not good enough. Get out of here. And like on the earlier season of Shark Tank, it was so bad. Like they've changed the set a few times. In the early days, they were the sharks were like ten meters above the person pitching on this crazy like boardroom set with the lighting like they're lit like real evil like villains and the little the little idea man is lit like little babies little peasant little baby with a little idea and it's so intimidating but then they thought. No, that's a bit much. We'll move it on to something else, which was a giant desk where all the sharks had piles of cash nice. in front of them on the table being that, like, I remember that. I'm out because you know what? You're annoying. I'm out. I don't want mm. it. Um, but the funny thing is as well, like as an as a audience member, as a viewer, um, how much of an evil person it makes me watching the show is like, if, the, if this peasant person with their idea reaches a certain standard, I'm like, oh yeah, they're worth a Google. I'll Google if that company's still around. They're worth a Google to me. Like, how, like, minimizing can I get oh, to these yeah. people? My favorite is the, um, like, there was, like, just see, see some firefighter come in and he's like, I've developed this hose that's going to save lives because it's going to be able to do this faster, but we need some money. And he's like, how much money can I make off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, he's like, this could save thousands of lives, but can it make me thousands of dollars? Oh, well, the profit margin's quite thin. I'm out. My favorite thing is when they fight, and I must say, 90 99.999% of these fights are started and ended by Mark Cuban. Oh, so, yeah. like, there was, I was watching one the other day, and um, they got, he got in the argument with a guest shark who was a Silicon Valley investor. He was an early investor in like Uber, Instagram, mm. Kickstarter. This guy's rolling in it. This guy's got money. And someone had come in to pitch like an app thing. And he was like, no, this is old technology. You know what's going on? Mark Cuban, feeling like a man was smarter than him in the room and his uh, fragile ego couldn't handle it, pops off, called him a pussy. <laughs> He's like, you don't know anything about apps. And it's like, this guy's job is apps. It ends up with Silicon Valley guy walking out 
oh, Mark wow. Cuban feeling very happy with himself. Of course he and is. it's just the funniest thing in the world that this guy who's worth like a billion plus dollars cannot handle someone else in the room knowing more about apps than him. Get over it, Mark yeah, Cuban. Dude. Mark Cuban also, I don't know why I always get him and that guy from the Young Turks confused. Which guy's that? The older guy. I don't know. They just look very similar. Oh, okay. I'll show you after the show. I get Mark Cuban just confused with other misc billionaires. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, it's just a guy who owns a bunch of planes and sports teams. An old teams wealthy and... man. Nice. Yeah. Really narrowing the search down. Um, But yeah, no, nah, I love Shark Tank. Love every second of it. Um, I would love to be a shark, and I would love to be pitching to a shark. I just want to be involved. I... I, I just want to feel loved. Mm-hmm. You are loved. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> can, can I endorse the brand? <laughs> That's, yeah, shout out to Shark Tank for bringing me Scrub Daddy. I appreciate that. Uh, All right, we're coming to the end of the show for today. We hope you have enjoyed it. Um, we Big shout-out to our illustrious guests, Juju Lips and Big Al. Very much grateful for them. New music uh, out now. Uh, Juju Lips' single, Airplane Mode, is out on all streaming platforms. And Big Al's uh, single, Game Winner, comes out tomorrow morning. Make sure you check that out. Um, we, anything, anything you want to... Anything yeah, else I feel like yarning about? Look, always. Um, every day of my life, I have things to say. Charlie X, C. Charlie X, C, X. What X-C-X. about it? Lovely. I don't know. I just yeah. I saw her name on the. Actually, no. Can we talk about this? Um, on the prep sheet, it said, um, uh, "I like new nails," and then it just said the words "bold." I can't remember what we. I remember when we were putting it together, we made a joke. Uh, maybe Harry made a joke about was, me being bald, but it was something about like things I could do with my nails now, and then like things you can do as a bald man or something. I can't remember, I but I didn't write it down, obviously, and I just, you just wrote, wrote bald, bald, which I don't think is um, it wasn't super friendly. Like it, was it was not a great thing to read this morning when I got out and getting my nails bald, and you know what? It totally could have like because the power tools were going off yesterday. So I couldn't hear a goddamn thing oh, you guys were true. talking about. Oh, I was that just makes like, it feel really yeah. mean. Like, we're just roasting you for being bold. Did you watch me for, like, the last 10 minutes of the interview, uh, of the meeting, just, like, staring it out into the abyss? I could hear the construction because happening. Because there was, like, and a dude just, like... your eyes was just slowly fading. Yeah, and there's a guy just taking a sledgehammer to my wall. I was just like, oh, my God. I, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have a shout. They, like, gutted my whole bathroom. Oh, it yeah, was... so my was doing van life. I'm doing van life. Um, I had to drive to someone else's house to shower. I was going to shower at the gym tonight. Could you do van life? Could you live in a van? Yeah, probably. I mean, like, like, I lived in Samoa, so. I lived in a van for, like, one weekend. It's Mm. like, it it was, it couldn't be me. Mm. No. Uh, Shout um, out to the girlies who can. I'm not one of them. I probably, I don't know, like, I'm I'm 6'3". Finding a bed that I can, like, comfortably fit in uh, is already a challenge, but a van... I think I'm asking too much. I just don't want to ever be in a situation where I've got to really think about where I'm going to poop and how I'm going to do it. Oh, I don't yeah. want to put effort into that. I don't want to wake up in the morning and be like, or like in the middle of the night and I got to poop and I'm like, what? I'm just going to walk out into the darkness and poop my most vulnerable that I could possibly be and get murdered. No, like I'm not going to do it. No. And then it's like, oh, I need a shower. I've got to like go over here and like go to the gym. I couldn't be bothered. I want to roll into the shower. I just like, yeah. don't want to think about that sort of thing. Oh, so like, Kind of like walking around the house in my skivvies, and I probably couldn't do that like at a beach or a public park. I, I think also I'd... like being warm. Yeah, that's a yeah. big one for me. Hygienic. 
Yeah, yeah. and like, look, I'm not going to clean it up every day, am I? It would just be like a little garbage imagine, truck. Imagine that I sleep you in. don't make your bed and you just have to drive around with it all day. Oh no, no that no. just seems horrible. Also, like, I don't, I don't know. Men just exude a certain smell. Yeah. Imagine a bro doing van life and his car just consistently smells of dude. It's like a mix of links and just just pure. Misery. Anyway, look, that sounds like it's not the way we want to send you into your weekend. Look, no, yeah, um, no. We, no judgment on van no life. No judgment on van life. No, like, I just couldn't do it. It's just not like, for me. Yeah, it's just Love not your for life, me. though. Um, actually, one of our team members lives <laughs> van life, so... Oh, yeah, she does too. <laughs> but she's like, and you know what? She's like remarkably clean she's like surfer very t- a lot yeah. of surfers love like van life because they've got to yeah, travel like, to find the waves and get up at weird times and like go find the waves. Does that, like when yeah, me and ricky he's... reed were talking about shredding you know you gotta you gotta go shred you also that i asked ricky reed what she's bad at and she was like oh surfing and then we were just like do they say shredding are they shredding are they hanging Shuckers, dead just shred just shred it out but yeah like surfers it makes sense right yeah 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 my uncle my uncle does that he has a house but he still does like van life like a couple nights a week just so he can yeah be you gotta wake up at like 4am be at yeah. the beach look I'm not motivated enough to get up for work oh. at that time of the morning um, anyway look I think that's all the time we got uh, thank you so much for tuning on in Evie any words of wisdom as we send them into the weekend um, never ever ever for any reason ever lie to me <laughs> I couldn't think of anything and I just started talking. Wiser words have never been spoken. Thank you so much, Evie. You're welcome. <laughs> Kakis. Until we see you. Kakis. I'll see you next Tuesday. Every so week. Bad it's my favourite joke. How do I forget it every week? But we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>